some fun today, man. I got another great interview coming up. My man Corey, the poet, yeah, is man. in the building, and you are watching it on Giving Them the Business with Chris Gotti Lorenzo and my partner Don De Niro. Okay, well, he's not here with me today, but it's all right. Walk through. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know, it's a little rom- it's a little romance in, into it, you know. You gotta you gotta get them in the mood. It, it, it's very simple. If you wanna Have you, you been again, before you answer yeah. you say what you're saying, I don't mean to cut you off, but have you always been romantic? Oh yeah. That's that's just That's you. I grew up that way. Because if you write poetry, yeah. you, know, you that means you was writing poetry to your with lady friends and Yeah, when I started writing poetry. That's what, yeah. Yeah, that's when it started. But the romance is uh, romantically, probably since I was 16. Of all, I'm a cancer. So I'm. Yeah, uh, I'm a cancer too. Yeah, you know, it's, it's all about it's love, emotion, and don't mess with my family, yeah. you know, protection and all that that's good crazy. stuff. All rolled up in one, you know. But yeah, no, I've always been like uh, romantic. But at the same time, like I said, I'm a cancer. Yeah. We can get a little freaky too. Oh yeah, <laughs> don't don't play with it. Yeah, don't play. Don't play with it. Don't play with it. Don't play with it. Put that in a poem. Yeah, don't play with it. Don't play with it. Don't play with it. Yeah, put that in a poem, and you gonna cross exactly. over. Exactly. <laughs> See, the, hey, that just gave me an idea. Yeah. That's something you should probably think about. Yeah. Taking some of these hot songs. Yeah, putting my words to it, and then you switch. You take a little cadence from it and flip it afterwards. Yeah. That might be interesting. This here. Yeah, I ain't, I ain't paying for that. You ain't got to pay. <laughs> catching come before hanging. They got to catch hey, us first. Right. That's right. That's right. I'd rather you apologize later and ask for position. Ain't what pay. they say. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Man, and how long um, now? So you say since 16 is when you started? Is that? Some... No, 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 no. No, Ro- romantic. I've been a romantic since I was 16. I've been writing poetry uh, since I was 24. Mm. 24 when I went to college. That's when I, I when I started. And you, know, I I'm, when I was I went to the army when I was 18. I wrote one because I was leaving. You in the army? Yeah, I did like eight years. And they said it like a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, so like, yeah, I did eight yeah, years. Yeah, like eight years. You in the army? You, know, you serving the country? Hey, hey, they, they, that's what they say. Thank you for your service. service and yeah. I, I say, you wouldn't be thanking me. Oh I, I joined goodness. simply I because my brother, who's a year older than me, joined the Marines. So you a year him. prior. So I and I saw how my mother was all sad when he left, gave him a big going away present and all that party. <laughs> I said, so next year I'm gonna do that. I'm joining the army though. But so. wait a minute, see that's what you just said don't make sense to me. Yeah. You said you seen your mother all sad. What was when no, he, no, when no. he went away, so what you was I, I was, no, was saying make it even sadder. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, that brother rivalry trying I to get my, Oh, he ain't gonna get all yeah, the yeah, I want some of that shit. Some too. Of the <laughs> too. I ain't got no direction at 18, so this is what I'm gonna do. <laughs> but what about your mom, man? You, know, you done made her cry man, even here. more. Let me tell you something. Just for your brother rivalry. I, I went and told my mom I joined the army and uh when I was getting ready to leave, I was like, all right, mom, well. I'm getting ready to go ship out. She said, okay, have fun. Oh, man. That, man have fun. Yeah. <laughs> hey, as soon as you said that, Chris, I was like, I think I made a mistake. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's when you knew you fucked up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, I, you know, I went to the basic training and all that good stuff, but I literally, literally stayed on restriction the whole time I was there. I got in as a private. 
I got out as a private. <laughs> there wow, was no promotion. No, nothing. I was 18. You couldn't tell me nothing. And wow. that's the wrong place to go to service if you don't want to be if told nothing. Listening. Oh, man, at all. I had the drill sergeant literally tell me. He was a, I remember he was a Green Beret. He came to me and said, look at private. Let me tell you something. His brother. So he's like, look, let me tell you something. It is our job to mentally and emotionally break you down and rebuild you up into the person that we need you to be to be a soldier. Yeah. I said, oh, yeah, that ain't going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't going to happen. You know, I, I do. I came from South Central Los Angeles. Man. Hey, that, that, I look, that ain't, that, that's it's not going to happen. It's a, it takes, a sp- you know, again, I, I salute all the soldiers. Yeah, absolutely. Because it takes, you know, that mentality, that mindset. Yeah. You know, it's sad to just touch on the topic, though, with a soldier that that he just, it was in New York, he choked out one of the... His, oh, yeah, I saw it, the Marine. Yeah, yeah, and he choked someone out. And then, you know, the reason it's so bad is because a soldier's here, the, their, their existence is for us. Right. So there's, for them to kill someone who has mental issues... Mm-hmm on the train that didn't do harm no one didn't touch no one just yelling yeah. or whatever to just keep choking for i don't know how long it was how 15 something minutes yeah he knows as a marine he knows what he's doing yeah. and that to me is sad that that's what he did because first of all if you are choking somebody out they pass out yes before they die their body go limp so yeah. you limp. plenty of time to let him go and the two guys that was making sure they should have got charged too, I was mad they didn't. Yeah, like yeah. that's bad. Yeah, and it's real bad. And then you, you know, not getting all political or nothing. Then you got all these politicians getting in saying, you know, salute to the this guy and salute to that guy. Really? Well, I mean, we are a divided country, so absolutely. it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. never look at that as a shock or mm-hmm. anything. We are a divided country, and there's no getting around it. But you know, you would think. For certain things, right is right, wrong is wrong. Pretty, then that's the bottom line. And it's like no matter what your beliefs are, you as a, as a person, we have that innately put in us. Absolutely. Right. Yeah, we, we, you know, we know we did something bad. You mm-hmm. feel it. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you're a psychopath, it you don't feel even matter because I'm pretty sure the psycho knows he's doing, but he thinks it's okay, even though he feels it. Right. You know, when you see someone screaming and crying, you're still choking or whatever, you know you're doing something wrong. Yeah. It's like there's no way around it. Animals may not have that. Right. We're not animals. So no. I don't give nobody the, the the pass if they're of sound mind. Absolutely. 100% agree with that. But, you know, it's just sad. But, again, I, I, I salute all of the soldiers. I, I don't oh, make, yeah. I don't, me too. I don't make light of it because what they do is, is very unique. No. And in the today's times right now, we need them more than ever. And like, and honestly, it is not for everybody. That's but for right. the ones that's that. What I, that's yeah. exactly right. But it's for the ones for that it is for, I definitely salute them. Yeah. It wasn't for me. I, I survived pretty much. You yeah. made it. Uh, yeah, the way you did that. eight-year bid. The, the way, yeah, eight years is a lot of time. Hey, they came and told me. I, I, I you like, signed for eight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eight straight. Yeah. Oh, okay. And my, my drill sergeant said, you know you're infantry, so. Now you're a veteran? Yeah, yeah. He said, if we go to war, we coming to get you because you infantry, you first. Yeah. I said, y'all going to come look for me. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what you're going to do. <laughs> I don't know if you're going to find me. <laughs> but no, I was blessed enough not to go, man. I ended up going to college and all that yeah. good stuff. So with, with the show, with, with the Corey Baby show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, right now it's called Champagne Sundays with Corey the Poet uh, at okay, the Rio. Okay, Champagne Sundays. Yeah. 
It's called Champagne Sundays. It's in the dual mode room, man. And you you seen it. It's a like I said, it's a great show. I'm, great it's show. an amazing show. Great show. No bullshit. Like I'm not exaggerating. I was fully blown away. And it, it made me make calls. Yeah. And as you know, I started making calls to try and get you some investors uh to help you with the financing of it to go out on the road. Cause I've been involved with um the Jersey Boys. I don't mm-hmm. know if you know that. Absolutely. And that was part of uh, a group that I was involved in that helped raise the money for Broadway. For, yeah. For the Jersey Boys. I was involved with the Chaz Palmentary, um, the Bronx Tale, the one mm-hmm. with oh, him. Yeah. So I helped him with that, put up money and got raised money with that as well. So I'm very familiar. These these kind of shows make so much money. Right. I mean, it's really a print machine when it's done right. Right. Because people, you know, they want to be entertained. Yeah. And they want something different. You know? And they want something to do. They, they want, want to be able to go out. To do. They want to go out and be and be entertained and and something they can relate to. Yeah. You know, and with everything that's going in going on in the world, I'm, I'm talking about love, I'm talking about romance, I'm talking about sensuality. You know, you know, the world can use a whole lot more love in it. So that's basically what I'm going out there talking about. And it's it's not roses or red, although they are. <laughs> <laughs> but it's stuff that women can relate to. You yeah. know, it's real life. Uh, stuff that I'm talking about. If you are 25 and older and you done been through something, you're going to feel it. Yeah. You're going to know exactly where I'm coming from. Yeah. So it's not like I'm just entertaining you. You become part of the world of that I'm giving you. What's the name of that singer that you have on there? Her voice is amazing. Uh, Nisi. Nisi Living Single. Yeah. yeah. She's been, musically, she's been rocking with me for uh, over a decade. Man, her voice is amazing. And she, she had songs that yeah, Man, yeah. Takes you on them places. I'm not willing. Let me tell you. Yeah. That I'm not willing. Yeah. I got after every show we do, Chris. Yeah. The after that stand song, up. I got to change the mood every time. The ladies stand they, up. Uh, they stand up. I'm telling you. That I'm not willing. They stand Man, up. Now, shout out Nisi. She's just amazing. She had, uh, uh, I mean, um, her songs, powerful voice. Yeah. And she just stands there and delivers it. It's a you true story. That's why. Yeah. Yeah, it's a true story. It's her her true story. That's her true story. That's yeah, her true story. And she said the reason why she never put it out is because it was always missing something. That song is 20 years old. Mm-hmm. She wrote that 20 years ago or so. Or so. It's still, it still worked. Yeah. It's and still she right. never still put fit. it out until I put my voice on it. It was missing the male point of view is what she was saying. Yeah. Yeah. So she put that out, and that's been out, you know, for like seven years. But it's a, whenever we do it, we get every woman in there, like, yeah, you know they they can relate to it. They they understand. They understand. <laughs> I go from being before the but before that song, I'm oh look at Corey, he that dude. Yeah. After that song, he I'll be like, oh he that dude. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like it's just a song. Yeah. Look here, I'm just, you, just let's change the mood now. Yeah. Let's change the mood. I'll yeah. tell you, I, I I I had a great time with that. What is next? For for like, what's the evolution in your opinion right now to take it to another level? What what's the what's that evolution look like? Good question. That evolution is actually not just reaching the mainstream, but growing the show. Mm. You know, growing not only the audience but the production of it to make it uh, to where it could battle on Broadway at some point in time. So it'd be more acting, more it, theatrical, right. more theatrical. You know, we had script, more scenes in it. You actually. Tyler Perry-ish uh, type of, you know, mm-hmm. play, you know, to get 
to get it to those type of stages, uh, points, I should say. You want a Madea this shit. Yeah, basically. <laughs> basically, we want a Madea it without Madea. No, you I know. got you. You're yeah. Madea. It's, hey, it's, it's Corey, Corey baby. baby. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> right, right. Because like you said, the I'm not willing. That's a whole scene right there. Yeah. That's a whole uh, scene right there. So all the other ones with the inclusion of the uh, the uh, cast getting bigger and bigger, is the it, it will turn into a its own play. Yeah. See, yeah. one of my shows out here in Vegas that I really enjoy is Love, uh-huh. which is the Beatles. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever seen it or been to it. Um, I don't know it was you. I'm going to check it out now. Yeah. It's at, um, I forget, I think it's a Mirage. It's at the Mirage. Okay. Um, and it's, I mean, if you're a Beatles fan, you're going to like the music, you're going to love it. I'm, I like the Beatles songs. Mm-hmm. Like, in the, the day, they have an gr- incredible catalog of music. You go there, but what they did, Circus Soleil, I believe, is who put it together, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. Again, and they're acting out through all these. Uh, trapeze and right. all these things, you know. Right. Um, but they're acting out each song. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I see that similarity, that connection with what you're doing. Just like I said, with uh, like you could, if there's more theatrical parts in it, I could hear talking of mixed in, infused with yeah. the song. Yeah. And then going through the emotions of those songs. You because know, it's, it's, I'm sorry, you know, mm-hmm. because you're, but it's funny you say that because my first CD was called. Uh, Really? I'm forgetting the name of my first CD. Uh, <laughs> the same name, uh, Tribe Car Quest had that CD. It was the same name, uh, uh, The Love Movement. Okay. Uh, the first CD was called The Love Movement. And this young lady who you was getting a, old. I, I, you, did you see that? Yeah. <laughs> that's why, that's why we got to get these young Corey babies in here. I, I go through the same motions. <laughs> like, man, what's, what's that name? Right? It's right there. Yeah. This young lady heard the entire CD and wrote a play from it. Yeah. She asked me, can I write a play? She said, every song on here is a scene. It's a scene. And yeah. I like to write a play to for it. Yeah. And I said, absolutely. You can do it. You know, talk a little business or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then at the end, once it was complete, for some reason or another, she was like, no, you can't own it. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, that, that ain't going to work. Uh, you know, so I said, well, you still can have your play because you wrote it, but you got to take my music out of it. Right. You know, so that's what she did. Still put the play on. Why wouldn't she split it or share it? I have no idea, but you know, oatmeal people, is better than no meal. Than no meal, exactly. Now you can't eat, baby. Exactly. <laughs> but it goes to the point of what you're saying that it is all song. All the song is a skit. It's yeah. a play. Every last one of them. Yeah, it would just take a little redefining, redirection to kind of make it into a play. But it's that that yeah. part is not that difficult. Yeah, because the songs and the poetry is so visual yeah yeah right the yeah. words paint the picture and it's very visual you see it you hear it and you see it right now it's just to put the image to it and the and emotions to it and yeah and that and you know and that's why i'm glad i'm saying this on tv we're partnering with <laughs> mr chris Gotti. Yeah. <laughs> 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 huh? yeah. huh? putting it out there people yeah. let the world gonna, know listen to me we're gonna definitely explore i'm gonna push these avenues because i believe that you have something yeah nah man i appreciate it too uh, honestly i'm gonna see if we can find the right 
uh, partners that could bring the value that needs to be brought to take it to the next level. And I appreciate the fact that you asked me, and, and it didn't hit me till like a few seconds later when you said, do you have an ego? Yeah. And, I, and my reply was, it's Corey, baby. Yeah. And you, you laughed, but you was like, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's the ego. Yeah, that's the yeah. ego. You know, and I was like, and I understood right then and now. I was like, no, no, you know, you're right. We can get whatever we need to make yeah. this thing work, whoever end yeah. up doing it, you know. You know, people, I'm very direct with when it comes to any of my time. See, it's more about the older you get. It's not about anything to me more so than time. Right. And you look when we first meet, you calling me, and I'm like, look, I'm working on. Give me, I'm doing yeah. other shit. I'm not just gonna stop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I got, oh, this is all no, but I'm, I gotta, I gotta put it, fit it in my world. Right, absolutely. And it's like, uh, you know, and as as it grows, you get a more parts of the world that I'm in. Like that's mm -hmm. how it works. If right. it doesn't grow, then I'm like, look, I, I tried it. I don't know what to do, but where it could go, but. That's how I work, and it's like I need that understanding. If yeah. someone, if you don't understand it, then it's like you'll be more of a, a, more bur of a, burden. a burden. Yeah, absolutely. And then it's like that doesn't work. Absolutely. See, and for me, I, I, I'm that type of guy who's like, okay, you say you're going to do it? Okay, let's do it. Because yeah. if, you, if you want something from me, I'm going to get it to you right away. Yeah. You know, if I tell you I'm going to do something, no, nah, I need this done right now because they need it, you know. Yeah. If somebody say, okay, you know what, I like what you're doing and blah, blah, blah. Like when you said, I know you're a busy man. Oh, don't get me wrong. Yeah. I mean, you didn't become who you are for not being a busy man. Yeah. So, you know, I sit back for a minute and I was like, okay, let me let me text you and see what's what. And, you know, you're like, no, I'm working on it. You know, I'm good. Yeah. Okay, I can fall back. Yeah. You know, because. But I brought, again, I already brought things to the table. I'm just trying to, it's, you know, putting this, it's a vision. And yeah. whenever you're creating something that you, that's not technically in already done or haven't been done before. Yeah, that's to the biggest challenges to me. And and because you have to, we we have to get people to believe yeah, in it. Yeah, suspension of disbelief is what they say in the theater world. Yeah, you know. When so you, we have to get them to understand what we want to get done. They have to buy in and say, "Let's go." Yeah, and absolutely. we have to keep feeding them. That's all. And it's like as long as you keep feeding them and they eat like what the, the food they eat, and they gonna come in. Right, because we're making history. Yep. A, lot of, a lot of people don't know that. I'm the first poet to ever have a residency at a major casino out here in Las Vegas. That's a fact. The very first That one. is a fact. And for the simple fact that I'm black. Ooh, <laughs> it's black another, history, baby. That is another part. <laughs> it's poem. black history, baby. It's black history. <laughs> <laughs> that is, a, again, that's an amazing accomplishment. And, yeah. I, uh, again, nothing but uh, praises for you and your wife because I know she was an integral part yeah. of actually helping facilitate and making it happen. Absolutely. No, she, you know, she's my sounding board. She keeps me grounded. You know, as an artist, you can get big headed at some point in time <laughs> and think everything you do is golden. Yeah. She was the first one who told me I got a song from the Prince guy. Right. Uh, and I, I, I lay my stuff down. I think I'm just, yeah, this is the first one. I took it home. I said, babe, listen to this chest yeah. stuck all out. She said, "Yeah, you need to take that back." Oh, <laughs> that's said, terrible. I said, "What? Yeah, <laughs> you want me to take this back to the guy who produced for Prince for twelve years, right? And tell him his music needs something else in it." And she's like, "Well, you don't have to, and you can put it out. But understand, if you put it out, that's what people are gonna know you by. Ooh. This is your very first song, or you can swallow your pride." And take him back and just say, yeah, it needed a little something. Nah, that's something. That, uh, again, the artists have the hardest.
time because they're ego. Yeah. Yeah, we think everything we put out is a smash, man. Yeah. It, it, sometimes it'd be a smash, all right. Yeah, right in the garbage. Yeah, right in the garbage. <laughs> smash that shit right in the garbage. Absolutely. No. Absolutely. I'm, I'm very excited to see where the future goes uh, for all the music. Yeah. Uh, is there any other part you would want to touch on can i can i say this i'm putting my music on uh adventure music adventure music i know baby. you see this is a v m that's right yeah and then we're gonna do we're gonna end up putting out see uh what i didn't even tell you i'll tell you right now but yeah. i think you should put out an erotic album hey because we go to you know we're on jpay uh-huh. so all the jails will get it mm-hmm. and i think I'll give you a quick story with the JPay. We was using it with um, uh, a company called Empire. Yeah, I know Empire. Okay, so Empire went to JPay. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, these songs that was going to JPay was going platinum, double platinum, and they didn't understand what's going on. Right. What someone was doing was taking all the porno movies. Just, just understand what I'm telling you. Right. They're taking a porno movies, just the soundtrack, the audio, mm-hmm. and recording it and putting it in as a song through JPEG. Oh. So JPEG shut everything down. Yeah. But I think poetry could get right through without a problem. Hey. Because it's with not. It. It's and again, it's just it's you, some music, and it's explicit. It could right. be. You can't be. Uh, cursing, they don't want cursing on JPEG. Right. So the explicit isn't in actual curse words. It's in the, the let's say, the censored topics that you're talking right. about. Right. It's, it's innuendo. Yeah. Yeah. And I think they could do really well. It's suggested. Niggas in jail is going to want to hear that while they do whatever else they got to do. Right. With their right. fee bags. With, right. <laughs> right. Yeah. No. And, and you know, we want to go honestly with this everywhere. Yeah. Because that's when you go everywhere with it, then everybody hears it. Yeah, you know. So there's. But I, th- I really do think that if we did those, uh, those type of songs, which I, you said you started with a writer. Yeah, I started with a writer. I think if you took those records and put them out, I think they'll actually have an impact. Yeah, I got. Wait, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Just for clarity. <laughs> You co-founded Murder, Inc., right? Yeah, let's me Co-founded Murder, Inc. with my brother. The reality, I always tell everyone, no one, Irv didn't come up with Murder, Inc. Right. I did not come up with Murder, Inc. Mm-hmm. In a sense of, hey, let's go start a record label. Right. That wasn't what happened. Mm-hmm. Irv wanted to be the biggest producer in the game. Guess what I did? I made him the biggest producer in the game by signing all the producers that we were selling so many beats and so many hit records that he was producing with these producers. Tom Rotola said, I want to give you a record label. So, you you know, I never worry about that founder, co-founder thing. Irv is the founder. It's all good. But I know my my hand in making it happen, you can't remove it and make it happen. Right. It's not happening without me. Exactly. I brought all those producers to the table that got us our deal that made Murder, Inc. happen. Yeah. So, you know, I never get into, I never was big on titles. I was never big on this, that. I just wanted to get money. Right. But that's my point is that you made it happen. Yeah. Why wouldn't I listen to you when you have ideas about this whole thing? (laughs) 
I was born at night, not last night. Yeah, yeah, right? that's it. <laughs> exactly. That's it. So at the end of the day, that's how I look at it because I, I understand um, business and I understand um, where business is needed if it's not there. Yeah. Meaning, like, how could when you're when you if you have a McDonald's right or a burger shop mm-hmm. and you're competing with all these burger shops, you have a lot of competition. Right. I don't see it for you. Own lane, brother. You're in your own lane. Yeah. And that is, it's a gift and a curse. Yeah. In your yeah. own lane means there's nothing else to compare it to. Yeah. Does it, so no one could say, well, they're doing good. You're going to do good. Right. They don't know. That's the X factor. They have to take that leap of faith. They that have belief, to take that. Yeah. And man, this is going to work because I see it. I feel it. And then go. And with, with that being said, like, it's just a shout out to this gentleman named Alfred Andrews, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Rocky Mountain Productions out there in Colorado. Took a leap of faith. He heard my song. He loved it. He's the one to put me on those tours with uh, Yolanda Adams. I'm, nice. getting ready, I'm getting ready to do a show with Keith Sweat and Stephanie Mills because mm. of that brother. Took yeah. a leap of faith. And he saw that it works. It's uh, something that, as a matter of fact, the show we just did, the one we just did, I just had uh, at the Rio, I had like seven people, seven, no, I'm sorry, 17 people from a prior show in Colorado fly down just for the show. You wow. know. Yeah, and they like, look, we got about 35 more coming to your next show. Okay. You know, so it, it works. It works. You know, Keep you, them coming, baby. Exactly. Get that, <laughs> it's getting that there, baby. Yeah. So, no, we're get, we getting ready to make more history, man, and I'm I'm excited to be uh, partnered with you in this, honestly, because we've been doing it professionally for 11 years, you know, yeah. and we've been, it's all been grassroots, as you say, grassroots. That's right. It's just been, you know, hey, hustling and grinding. That's that's what it is. You, you, what you're doing is the equivalent of the Chitlin circuit for music. Right, right. And uh, like I tell you. Because you've done other shows, what you're doing, at, uh, there's a residency in Las Vegas at the Rio. Right. You've done it in other cities. I've done it in other cities, absolutely. It's only time to do it in more cities. That's Ab- all it to me. Is absolutely, so, yeah. It's just mm-hmm. doing it in more cities. Yeah, and hey, we're excited. We're going to we get to the East Coast. We're going to come to your neck of the woods, man. Yeah, get, get and I was just talking to Dex. He's lining up a, a bunch of uh, markets. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, we gonna make. Uh, look here, world. Let me tell you. You listen. You, you are right now listening to giving them the business. Yeah, we about to give you the business when we bring it out to your city near yeah. you. Ain't that right? Ain't that right? Yeah, we gonna end right there. That's yeah. exactly where we gonna end on, man. Corey, I thank you for coming through, man. Thank you for coming and giving them the business. On giving them the business. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I'm saying, and, and keep. Keep uh, those shows fresh and new. Yeah. Because that's what's going to change everything. Oh, yeah. We're we switching up two songs already. Yeah. Yeah. We're switching up two songs already. Yeah. Why? <laughs> it's Corey, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Thank you for coming again, man. This is Chris Gotti Lorenzo. My partner, Don DeNero, he ain't here, but he's always here with me in spirit. You know what I'm saying? Cable Live. And we're going to see you again. Keep like, sharing, and subscribing. Tell a friend to tell a friend. We out. Peace.